Anne of Green Gables. Presented by Inkplot Theatre Company. Part 2. Now, Anne, stand up straight. Why are you shaking? I'm trembling with the anticipation. Oh, Marilla, you would tremble too if you were about to meet your bosom friend. Calm yourself. I invited you along so you could get acquainted with Diana Barry. But it's no good if you shake so much you scare the poor child away. I don't want to scare her. Well, then stop your shaking. It's trembling. Good morning, Marilla. I was wondering when you might stop by. I have the skirt pattern in the next room for you. Oh. And I suppose this must be your new girl. I heard tell you and Matthew had taken an orphan in. Yes. This is Anne Shirley. Spelled with an E. Mm. And how are you, child? Well in body, but considerably rumpled up in spirit, ma'am. Is your Diana around? Anne was so looking forward to meeting her. Certainly. Diana? Yes, mother? Diana, this is Anne Shirley. She's just moved in over at Green Gables. Why don't you take her outside and show her the garden? You've been poring over that book all morning. It will do you good to get out of doors. Yes, mother. Oh, I'm so happy to meet you. You're so very pretty. Marilla wouldn't tell me if you were pretty, but I think that is probably because she didn't want me to be intimidated by you. I am homely, as you can see, but I do so adore beautiful things like you. <laughs> you do talk strangely. I know. Marilla has told me so often enough. Oh dear, does it scare you? Marilla warned me not to scare you away. <laughs> no, I think it's sweet. Diana... Do you think you could like me enough to be my bosom friend? I guess so. Mother's always cross with me because I read all day, but when there are no little girls who live close enough and my sisters are all so small, who am I to play outside with? But it will be nice to have a friend so close now. What do you read? Oh, this and that. Today I was reading Romeo and Juliet. Do you know it? No, we didn't have many books at the asylum, mostly only poetry. It's rather difficult to read, but I like it. Romeo and Juliet are in love, but their families hate each other, so Romeo makes a plan to steal Juliet away and marry her, but it goes horribly wrong. How beautifully tragic. Would you like to read it when I'm done? You would let me? Of course. You are my friend now, aren't you? Oh, Diana, do you mean it? Are we really and truly friends? <laughs> yes, of course. Bosom friends? I don't see why not. Will you swear to be my friend forever and ever? Anne, it's awfully wicked to swear. Oh, no, not this kind of swearing. This just means to vow and promise solemnly. It isn't wicked at all. Well, I suppose I could do that. How do you do it? We must join hands. Like this. It really ought to be over running water, but we will just have to imagine that this path is a stream. I'll say the oath first, and then you repeat after me. But say my name, of course, instead of yours. All right. I solemnly swear to be faithful to my bosom friend, Diana Barry, as long as the sun and the moon shall endure. I solemnly swear to be faithful to my bosom friend, Anne Shirley, as long as the sun and the moon shall endure. That's perfect. And now what? And now we are friends forever and ever. Oh, I can't wait to introduce you to everyone. You'll love all the other girls, and some of the boys aren't too bad either. They'll be at the church picnic tomorrow. You are coming, aren't you? 
Marilla hadn't mentioned a picnic. Oh, but you must come. Well, if my bosom friend has invited me, then of course I will. Oh, I'm so glad. Anne, time to go. Marilla, Diana has just told me that there's a picnic at the church tomorrow. I can go, surely. As long as you stick with Diana and stay out of trouble, I don't see why not. It might do you good to meet the other children. Oh, thank you, Marilla. Calm down, Anne, and say goodbye. We're leaving. Goodbye, Diana. I'm so happy to have found you. You are my truest and dearest friend in the world. <laughs> you are strange, Anne. But I think we'll get along fine. I'll see you at the church tomorrow. Anne! Coming! Yes, I'll see you, Diana. Oh, I feel so perfectly delighted I could faint. You made it! Oh, Diana, it's just as perfect as I imagined it. Here, you must come meet everybody. Girls, this is Miss Anne Shirley. Just moved in at Green Gables. And this here is Miss Ruby Gillis. Glad to meet you, Anne. Diana hasn't stopped talking about you since we got here. Oh, Ruby, you be quiet. And this is Miss Jane Andrews. Nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you both. I'm sure we will be the best of friends. Oh, come on, Anne. Jane's father said he would take us out for a row, six at a time. You can join our group. I have never been on a boat before. Oh, I will imagine I am a lady sailing out to meet her lover. Oh, Anne. How romantic. Come on. Afternoon, girls. You next passengers? Yes, Mr. Andrews. All right, then. Hop in. Isn't it lovely? I feel exactly as if I were in a story, but it's my own true life. Mr. Andrews, is that boat full? I got room for two more, I suspect. Oh boy, come on, Gilbert. That's Charlie Sloan and Gilbert Blythe. They go to school with us. Isn't Gilbert Blythe handsome? And head of the class at school, too. Jump in, boys. Much obliged, Mr. Andrews. Well, Gilbert Blythe, I didn't expect to see you here. I thought you were out visiting your cousins in New Brunswick. Just got back. And it seems like there have been some changes around here while I've been away. Oh, yes. Gilbert, Charlie, this is Miss Anne Shirley. You the new girl at Green Gables? Marilla and Matthew have taken me in, yes. And I'm ever so grateful you can't imagine. Why, the first night there, I truly did believe I had died and gone to heaven. You are a funny girl. Well, I don't mean to be funny. I just have so much inside that sometimes it all comes bursting out. You stick with Diana, you'll be rid of that soon. She's the quietest, most uptight girl at school. Isn't that right, Diana? Oh, Gilbert, you mustn't say such things. (laughs) Never hear a squawk out of this crow. You be quiet or I'll push you out of this boat. You wouldn't. Well, I would think about it very hard. All right. Time to give someone else a turn in the boat. Out you go. See girls at school. Anne Shirley, I believe he just winked at you. And what would he do that for? I must say, I find your Gilbert Blythe handsome, but he's entirely too bold. Didn't you hear him teasing Diana? <laughs> he's always teasing us girls. I don't care for it one bit, and I certainly won't stand for it. Oh, Anne. What? I say it and I mean it. I don't care one jot for your Mr. Gilbert Blythe. 
right hand. You know your way now. I'm not about to be walking you to school every day. I just wanted you to know your path so you don't go wandering and getting lost. Oh, Marilla, I feel so homely next to all the other girls. What are you talking about? Why, look at them. Their hair is in curls, and they have puffed sleeves. Puffed sleeves. Fiddlesticks. Your clothes are good and sensible. Yes, Marilla. All right. Now you come straight home when you're done. Yes, Marilla. And behave yourself, Anne. Anne, over here. Hello, Anne. Good morning. My, I'm so excited. I could practically burst. It's only school. Oh, I know, but I've never been to real school before. Steady and regular, I mean. We used to have the occasional lesson at the asylum, and I was always head of the class. But it's not so very satisfying to be head of a class of nine and ten-year-olds. Well, Gilbert will be your biggest competition there. I'd like to see him try. Good morning, girls. Good morning, Gilbert. Don't I get a good morning from you, new girl? I'm not in the habit of wishing good morning to strange boys. Better hurry. If you're late, Mr. Phillips makes you sit with us boys, and you wouldn't want that. Come on, Anne, sit next to me. I don't have a desk mate anymore. All right. All right, take your seats. Take your seats. Now, as you may have noticed, we have a new student with us today. Everyone, this is Anne Shirley. I'm sure you will help her catch up and learn the lessons we've been working on. Diana, will you help her with today's reading? Pardon me, Mr. Phillips, but I won't need any help with the reading. I'm a quite excellent reader. I see. I could recite you a poem if you would like. Harp of the North, that moldering long hast hung on the witch no, elm thank that you. shades. Thank you, Miss Shirley. No, that won't be necessary. But there are many more stanzas. I'm sure there are. Well, Miss Shirley, you can recite, but can you spell moldering? How would you spell that? M-O-U-L-D-E-R-I-N-G. Moldering. Well, the class, it appears, Miss Shirley will not be needing any help from you. Very good work. Thank you, Mr. Phillips. Sit down now. Anne, you were brilliant. It's not such a very hard word. All right, class, today we'll be working on our arithmetic. Get out your slates. But I already know arithmetic. Well, then you can help me. I'm horrid at it. I suppose. Oh, Diana, look at that tree outside. Isn't it lovely? Why won't she look at me? Who? The new girl, Anne. She won't even look my way. Even in the yard, she ignored me. Look at her. She just stares out the window. Maybe the outside is more interesting than you are. Oh, hush. I'll make her look. Sure I will. Never seen you try this hard to get a girl's attention. Never had to before. Correct, Miss Pye. Miss Gillis, can you answer the question below? Hey, carrots! Carrots! And Shirley, I do believe he's talking to you! Carrots! How dare you! You say that one more time and I'll smash my slate over your head. I swear I will. <laughs> you don't mean it. Carrots. You wicked, hateful boy! Ow! Miss Shirley, what is the meaning of this? It was my fault, Mr. Phillips. I was teasing her. Don't you dare try to apologize for me. I wasn't. I was just- Mr. Blythe. Miss Shirley, I have never seen such a display of temper. You will stand in front of the board for the rest of the afternoon. Yes, sir. But I- Mr. Blythe, I suggest you return to your seat so we can all move on from this shocking display. I- Mr. Blythe! Yes, sir. Boys and girls, pay attention. Anne 
Shirley has a very bad temper. Anne Shirley must learn to control herself. Oh, Anne, that wasn't fair of Mr. Phillips at all. It doesn't matter, for I'm never coming back to school again. You don't mean that! I do! I have never been so insulted in all my life. Mr. Phillips can be strict, but... I'm not talking about Mr. Phillips. Then who... Anne! Oh, I see. Anne, wait! I'm awfully sorry I teased you about your hair. Honest I am. Diana, would you please inform Mr. Blythe that I am never speaking to him again? Anne? Oh, come on. You're not mad for keeps, are you? Good day. Anne! Oh, Anne, how could you? Really, you mustn't mind him making fun of you. He does it to all the girls. Why, didn't you hear him at the picnic? There is a great deal of a difference between being called a crow and being called carrots. All the same, I've never heard him apologize for anything before. I shall never forgive him, Diana. He has hurt my feelings excruciatingly. It doesn't matter, though, for as I said, I'm never coming to school again. Oh, but, Anne, what will I do? Uh, Mr. Phillips will make me sit with that horrible Gertie Pie. You know he will. Please stay. You know I would do anything in the world for you. I'd let myself be torn limb from limb if it would do you any good. But I simply can't do this, so you mustn't ask it of me. I shall miss you. And I you. But you will come by tomorrow, won't you? Marilla said you could. Of course. Well, and please say you'll at least consider coming back to school. No, Diana. Wild horses couldn't drag me back here. Well, Marilla says I must go to school, but, Diana, I can't bear it. I simply can't. What are you wearing that hat for? It's rather big for you. I can hardly see your face. Oh, I fear that when you see what I have done, you will think me a silly fool. What do you mean? Diana, I simply cannot go to school like this. Well, I know you're upset with Gilbert, but if no, it's not... This is about so much more than Gilbert Blythe. Oh, dear. Anne, what is going on? You must promise not to judge me. I know it was foolish, but now I don't know what's to be done about it. What are you talking about? Let me take off this hat, and you will see. Your hair is green! Oh, Anne Shirley, your hair is bright green! Oh, don't say it! I know! I know it is! It's the most tragical thing to have ever happened to me! What happened? <sighs> There was a peddler man who came by this morning, and he said it would turn my hair raven black. Raven black, that's just what he said. I only had 50 cents, but I spent them all on the dye, and I used up that whole bottle, and now look what a dreadful mess it is made. I followed the directions exactly. I don't know what could have gone wrong. If this is because of what Gilbert said about your hair... Oh, please do not keep talking about Gilbert. I do not want to hear the name Gilbert Blythe ever again. Well, I only mean... I did not dye my hair because of Gilbert Blythe. I dyed it because, as it happened, he was right. And it is and always has been the most wretched color, and I couldn't stand for it to be red one second longer. Well... It isn't red, that's for sure. Diana, I could simply cry. Marilla can't see me like this. She'll be furious. Well, um, 
We could cut it off. Then she'd never know. But then my hair would be short as a boy's. Well, which would be less trouble, green hair or short hair? I suppose short hair. At least then she'll never have to know I paid with my own money for this disaster. I've cut my sister's hair before. Uh, bring me some scissors and I'll make sure it doesn't look too awful. Quickly, before Marilla comes home. Oh, I'm such a fool. What's this? Oh, Matthew, I know it is awful. I was trying to dye it raven black, but it wasn't at all what the bottle said. I know it is horrid, but Diana is about to cut it off and Marilla won't have to know. She'll notice your hair is gone. Yes, but that is one thing. Having gone and dyed it green is completely another. Please, Matthew, please, you mustn't tell Marilla. You spend her money on this? No, I swear. Only the 50 cents I brought with me from the asylum. Well, I suppose that's all right then. So you won't tell? What she doesn't know won't hurt her. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you. You have my eternal gratitude. It really doesn't look so bad, Anne. Especially with your bonnet on. Don't lie to me, Diana. I know I am the ugliest thing ever to have walked this lane. I don't mind, though. I do believe dyeing my hair has cured me of my vanity. I shall never be upset over my looks again. Anne! Oh, dear, not him. Anyone but him. Anne! Diana! Wait! What do you want, Gilbert Blythe? Here to tease me again? Here to call me boyish and ugly and make fun of my hair now that it is short and horrid? Well, I know all that, and you mustn't say such things. It's wicked. <laughs> I haven't said anything. You were going to. And Shirley, I was coming to apologize to you. Well, as I've already said, I don't want it. Oh, Anne, listen to what he has to say. Why should I? Why, Anne Shirley, I've been trying to apologize to you all week, but I think you take some delight in being mad at me. Why do you think I'm mad at you? If you must know, I don't think about you at all. Is that so? No, indeed. You've not crossed my mind once. Then would you get off your high horse and let me talk to you? Diana, would you please inform Mr. Blythe that our conversation has ended now? And Diana, would you inform Her Highness that she's acting like an awful prig? Oh, dear. I don't wish to speak to you. Then don't. Just let me say what I've got to say. And what do you have to say? Well, now I don't know. <sighs> would you leave me alone? Fine, if that's what you want. It is. Very well. Farewell, Miss Shirley. And that was horrid. Well, I'm sorry, Diana, but I am not going to listen to the insincere apologies of a rude and unfeeling boy. And that's the last I will say on that subject. All right, girls. I've put out the fruitcake, and there are a few cookies left in the jar you may have. Oh, thank you, Marilla. My first grown-up tea. I'm so excited I could burst. You keep a hold of yourself, Anne. Now, I'll be at the aid meeting all afternoon, but Matthew will be in for tea later. You girls behave, and if you would like, there is some raspberry cordial left in the cupboard. The second shelf, Anne, the bottle that's half full. Yes, Marilla. All right. Now, you enjoy yourselves. But I trust the kitchen will be put to rights by the time I get back. Of course, Mrs. Cuthbert. Anne, this is delightful. Why, I feel like a real lady. Couldn't you just cry? 
I shall be Lady Cordelia. Who are you, Diana? I do believe I am Lady Rosalind. Oh, a pleasure, Lady Rosalind. A pleasure, Lady Cordelia. Shall I serve you some tea, Lady Rosalind? I would be much obliged. I shall go get the cordial from the cupboard. Shouldn't we wait enough at last? It seems so special to drink right away. Perhaps, but I'm so bad at waiting for a good thing when I know it is on the way. Besides, we shall only drink a little now and have the rest later. Oh, all right then. For you, Lady Rosalind. Thank you, Lady Cordelia. Mm, this is delicious. Mother's raspberry cordial never tastes this good. Half as much as you like. Oh, thank you. Oh, and did you hear? Charlotte Gillis is to be married. Her beau from the next town over proposed to her. How romantic is that? Do you think she shall have a white lace dress? Is she to be married in the church? Well, no, I don't suppose Mrs. Gillis would let it be in the church. That would seem too extravagant. But she must have a white dress. How lovely. Oh, I try not to envy anyone, Diana. Really, I do. And I do so try to be happy with my lot in life. But I must tell you, I am just the tiniest bit jealous of Charlotte Gillis. Won't she look so beautiful in that dress? You'll look beautiful in your own dress when you get married. Oh, no, I shall never be married. I know it well and true, Diana. Look at me. And surely you mustn't say such a thing. You're very nice looking. And I... And I don't suppose I could have more of that cordial. Of course. Thank you. Well, as I was saying, you're very nice looking, and I'm not the only one who thinks so. Did you know Charlie Sloane is dead gone over you? Has been ever since he met you at the picnic, and he even told his mother. Oh, I could never go with Charlie Sloane. I can't stand a boy with goggle eyes. <laughs> well, all right then. What about Gilbert Blythe? Diana, you know I have told you never to mention that boy's name to me again. Oh, but you must see it. I don't know what you're still mad at him about. Why, the other day when we were coming inside from picking flowers, you dropped one of your daisies and I saw him pick it up and put it in his pocket. Now, Anne, you're such a romantic. You ought to be pleased with that. Nothing that boy does can please me. He is insensitive and rude and has the worst manners of anyone I've ever met. I would sooner go with Mr. Phillips. No, you can't have Mr. Phillips. He's in love with Prissy Andrews. He is not. He surely is. A more cordial Lady Cordelia. Of course. <laughs> cordial and Cordelia are awfully similar, aren't they? I suppose a little. Lady Cordial. <laughs> Diana, are you quite all right? I don't know. My head does feel rather funny. Oh, Matthew, there you are. Marilla said you might be joining us for tea. And girl, what have you done to Diana? She looks red as an apple. Nothing. She's only drunk some raspberry cordial. <laughs> or raspberry cordelia. <laughs> and uh, this isn't cordial. This is Marilla's current wine. How much has she had? About three tumblers full. Oh, dear. I, I'm getting dizzy. I'll fetch Mrs. Barry. Matthew, no. She'll be so cross with me. I'm sorry, Anne, but I think it's time for Diana to go home. Diana, 
Sit down. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you so much wine. It did taste awfully good. Your mother will be furious with me. Don't be silly. She'll be furious with me. All right, she'll be furious with both of us. <laughs> it was an excellent tea, Lady Cordelia. I certainly tried, Lady Rosalind. Diana, are you all right? Good Lord, she's flushed. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Berry. I didn't mean Don't to... Don't speak to me, you wicked child. Get my daughter drunk? You are the most disgraceful little girl I have ever known in my life. Now then, Anne didn't know what she was doing. Matthew, I admire you, but if you say one word in support of this child, I shall never speak to you again. Well, now... And you, you horrid thing! You are never to see Diana again. You will not play with her. You will not walk with her in the lane. You will stay as far away from her as you can. Is that clear? Oh, Mrs. Barry! Is that clear? Yes, ma'am. Don't you think that's a little harsh? I do not. Come on, Diana. We're going home. Goodbye, Lady Cordelia. Oh, Diana! Matthew, I didn't mean to. Honest, I didn't. I just thought it was cordial. I was just trying to be a good host. I know. And now Diana and I are to be parted forever. Oh, Matthew, it's just as I feared. I have never been so truly in the depths of despair.